Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Oh, boy. Armed American Radio Taco Tuesday here at the ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios at AAR Ranch. This is the hour on the Crossbreed Holsters Platinum Microphone. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day, including Taco Tuesdays. And it's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, how you doing, brother? Uh, not too bad. This is a fascinating topic, uh, uh, this New Mexico governor, because it continues to grow every day. The story is evolving. It's quite the can of worms. Yeah, it really is. And it's it's growing. It's evolving every single day. Second Amendment Foundation has just filed suit now with four plaintiffs and uh, both in her professional capacity at the governor and personally. Which uh, were you surprised? Greg, let me ask you this. Were you surprised that the Second Amendment Foundation wasn't first on the lawsuit bandwagon with this? I'll tell uh, you why I wasn't. Were, were, are you? No, not at all. I, I assume that there's uh, people that were just itching once they heard this. They couldn't type fast enough. Well, here's why. I've actually had some emails to that effect. How come Second Amendment Foundation, did, you know, National Association of Gun Rights, Nagger, they filed first. FPC. Uh, FPC has filed a lawsuit. I believe they were the third. GOA filed yeah. second, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I'll tell you why. Because the Second Amendment Foundation knows what they're doing. We, we have plaintiffs, you know, you've got to get the right plaintiff, right? You want to make sure that you have standing. And Second Amendment Foundation does it the right way. Uh, it works in conjunction in a lot of suits, including my wife's lawsuit with the FPC. Great organization working in unison. So I'm not surprised that they didn't. When the, when the, when the SAF files a lawsuit, they come in, they know exactly what the hell they're doing. And I like Dave's headline. Let me see if I can find that. Was it his ammo land piece? Yeah, New Mexico governor swimming in lawsuits as SAF files against carry ban. Hmm. <laughs> I guess it really had. It's only taken three or four days, right? It's not yeah that big of a deal as far as time wise goes. But uh, yeah, not a shock to me. I I have a feeling we're going to see these suits move fairly quickly. It won't be over the 30-day period, I can tell you that much. But she's being defied, and now the lawsuits are piling up. This is not going to be the, uh, the last lawsuit either. I wouldn't be surprised to see National Rifle Association, even by the time this show is over today, make an announcement on filing or at least joining one of these other suits. But as the story continues to grow, ladies and gentlemen, it's the governor's response I think that that is fascinating me more. I I eat this stuff up. I want to know what's going on in her head. I wish I could get inside that brain, but she's a liberal, and that's nearly impossible to do because they don't use their head. 
you got to get in their stomachs because it's all emotion with these people. And they're not thinking critically. She clearly is not. But I'll tell you somebody who is, and that's the sheriff, John Allen. And I'm going to play for you now 14 and a half minutes of his press conference, and I want you to pay very, very careful attention to it because not only does he get up here and say what needs to be said, he also takes questions. And when you're listening to this as we go through this over the next couple segments, I want you to listen to the types of questions that he's getting as well. And I want you to listen to the types of questions he's not getting. That's almost more important than the types of questions he did field in response to his statements. Greg, let's go ahead and start that and play it up to the music. And then I'll come back and remind listeners that we're taking a break. And we'll come back and we'll start it again in the second segment. Let's get this rolling. All right, let's go. All right, first of all, uh, thank you for coming uh, to this press conference. Uh, but today, it's an important day, and I don't want anybody to forget um, our victims lost uh, for 9-11. Uh, this morning, uh, my command staff and myself, we went out to an event to honor those victims, and it's still sombering, so I don't ever want anybody uh, to ever forget that. Uh, once I read a short statement, uh, I will answer some questions. Uh, as we all know, uh, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham issued an emergency temporary temporarily suspending open and concealed carry laws uh, for the next 30 days in Bernalillo County. Let me start by saying I'm holding this press conference and to answer many other people's questions, not only on social media, but directly to my phone. One, this is not grandstanding, nor is this to bring attention to myself. Uh, we must always remember, not only are we protecting the Second Amendment, but at the same time, we have a lot of violence within our community. Let me be clear. I hold my standards high, and I do not, or never will, hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order, and as a result, this was solely her decision. Other than this ban being unconstitutional, here are other reasons why I will not enforce the order. One, what many forget, is I have enough violence here in Bernalillo County. I do not want to have political violence towards my deputies or here in Bernalillo County. My job is to keep the peace and to make sure that the citizens of Bernalillo County are safe and I do not believe that this order will help me do so. I'm a law enforcement professional. This order will not do anything to curb gun violence other than punish law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. Let me give you a personal story. Last week, as I'm sitting here as the sitting sheriff, I get a phone call that my brother also was a victim of gun violence last week that many of you do not know. While he and my nephew were sitting in their car, they were shot at and their vehicle was impacted by numerous rounds. How can I, as a sheriff, tell him to put his firearms away and not be able to protect himself? I have a fact for you. Criminals do not follow the law or a public health order. Never seen it, and we will never see criminals follow the law. Once again, this only punishes law-abiding citizens. 
What I also want to address is what we're doing on the gun violence here in Bernalillo County and helping in the state of New Mexico. It is quite irritating for me to see how this 30-day ban completely overshadowed the robust conversations that we had with the governor in the office on what we are going to do to curb gun violence and for people to stop being victims. We had arguments, but again, we had solutions. We had an 11-year-old that was senselessly killed, but there are also many other numerous victims of gun violence, not just here in Bernalillo County, but our nation. A couple of things that I will be asking to do as we get serious. I will take your questions, but let me tell you what we're gonna do because we do need to not overshadow what we need to do to keep our citizens safe. I will be asking the Crime Reduction Director for our agency, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office, to lead a task force of various law enforcement agencies to focus on crimes with firearms. I will have continued meetings for early intervention of not only adult, but youth offenders. I am requ respectfully requesting as an elected official to please consider a special session to spe specifically address crime, not just in Bernalillo County, but for the state of New Mexico. We need to look at solutions to address violent crimes involving juveniles with firearms, adults with firearms, pre-trial release, harsh state penalties for violent crimes, which also involve a firearm. Collaboration and planning will and continue with the mayor of Albuquerque, Tim Keller, chief of New Mexico State Police, Troy Wiesler, chief of the Albuquerque Police Department, Harold Medina, and district attorney, Sam Bregman. I will also be con contacting federal entities such as the FBI and the US attorney to assist us and make sure we work as a team to curb gun violence and so many other crimes that we see in Bernalillo County. At this time, I will take some questions. Sure. Good. That right there. When we come back, we're going to go to the questions that he got. And I, I, again, focus on the questions he got, but pay real careful attention to the questions that weren't asked. And ask yourself why they're not being asked. I, that's part of what I find so fascinating. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Dave Workman in the previous segment of the silence coming from party leadership being Democrat party leadership. This is a fascinating conversation, and we're going to continue to talk about it. We're going to continue with that press conference, and you'll hear some of the questions and the sheriff's responses. Utterly brilliant. And then we'll break it down. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues on the flip side of this break. We'll see you in four minutes. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 Chamberton 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire and cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, and precision. It's the way we're approaching this New Mexico story. And when I say it's developing, 
I have new audio that just came into me during the break. Moments ago, one minute into that previous break, ladies and gentlemen, of CNN interviewing her. And the woman is digging herself a hole. It, it's so fried. It's the first I've seen of it. Of course, spent a lot of time preparing for the show and didn't get at this particular one until just now. But she is digging a hole she's not going to be able to get out of. She would be best to listen to an advisor, or if you're an advisor to the governor, don't follow my advice and tell her to shut up. Don't follow that. We want her to keep talking. But if somebody's advising her, that's what they might want to advise her to do. Oh, boy. Uh, Greg, you've heard some of that audio, I believe, about a minute and a half of it. Yep. It's remarkable. We're going to, if I can get to it, I I would like to get to some of it, but we're going to have to dig it up. During, I want to play a little bit more of it during the break so I can see which parts to play and well, uh, see the, if I can stop the tape for you. What I did here was what uh, AWR actually posted just a little longer, right. about half hour right. ago. Yeah, that's what's what we're going to go to. All right, let's go back now to continue with Sheriff John Allen's press conference. So take a listen to the questions and listen to the questions that weren't asked. We'll talk about it when we hear the rest of the clip. Go ahead, Greg. About this order and why you said you won't be enforcing it, do you even see a realistic way that it could be enforced? Uh, the governor, uh, to her credit, just gave us a head up uh, minutes before the press conference. Uh, we expressed to her that we do not agree with it. Um, that's why she did mention in the press conference that she knows we weren't on board, nor did we draft it. Uh, is there a realistic way to enforce this order? Uh, no, there is not, because uh, we'll cut that conversation off because it's unconstitutional. So there's no way we could enforce that order. One more. You mentioned the early intervention with the youth of our uh, county. Would you like to um, talk a little bit more about what you guys are doing as an office in that perspective? Other than the early intervention program that the uh, mayor of Albuquerque and the Albuquerque Police Department do, I've had a lot of conversations. I have one today at two. And that's a lot of uh, programs to address the violence that we're seeing within our youth. If you've seen the news uh, stories that even your um, uh, station is covered, uh, they're 11 to 18. What can we do to early intervene when we see someone with a firearm or that is on social media or any type of um, getting attention that they're going to use a firearms in a crime? Even if they used a firearm in a crime, uh, that's why I'm also asking for harsher penalties. We need to look at the JPO and child code also. I can't have two 16-year-olds charged with a firearm uh, using the commission of a homicide or something else, and we have a problem that they might be out on an ankle bracelet and being released to their parents. I understand, and everyone and all the uh, naysayers will say, Uh, Their brains aren't developed. I totally understand the science and everything behind it. But then again, like I've been stressing so much with violent repeat offenders, I cannot have even juveniles in our community threatening and killing our community. And Sheriff, why do you think the gun violence got to this point? And what gives you confidence that you can stop this? You know, why the gun violence uh, got to this point, I think we've been ignoring a lot of things for a long time. And that's by not holding people accountable. Um, I understand early intervention. I understand diversionary from the criminal justice system, but at the same time, if you catch them at an early age, you can see the trend. One of the reasons I start the animal cruelty unit also, when you see a trend in flags as someone's going and escalating with violence with age, that's something not only intervening, but let's, we can't stop saying some people need to stay in jail that are violent when they're hurting the community. And we know for a fact that they're going to go back into the community and they're going to recommit the same crime over and over again. And eventually and unfortunately, it leads to a homicide. Why do I think uh, that these ideas that I brought forth will work? Uh, because finally, we're going to work together. And that's just not with federal entities. That's easy to say to bring the feds in. Uh, that's what's working, working with the mayor. That's what's working with the 
chief of state police, Albuquerque Police Department. This is teamwork. I'm making sure that since I'm here at a press conference that I am taking the responsibility as a sheriff to make sure that we're the lead of that task force, to make sure that things are done and we are held accountable as an agency if they're not. This will take time. Uh, there's no quick fix or a magic wand to this because this has been going on for so long. Uh, we have to start somewhere, but we have to do it right. Sheriff, is there any indication that a lot of our recent crimes are just more an issue of people just not having values and going down the path? You know, all the above. I don't have any statistics on ghost guns. I know they are, are prevalent with it around the nation as far as in Bernalillo County. I've seen a couple of cases. And the first part of your question again? Uh, the second part. Is there an issue of less so guns and more a societal issue around values? You know, all the above, and I would say that. I mean, a lot of people are going to be angry. People that live in northern New Mexico, or I serve as a New Mexico State Police Officer that hunt uh, with their family. I understand that. I think it's with values and also teaching gun safety. Uh, let me be very clear. Uh, for uh, people that are either against me or for me, that's why I sat with Representative Pamela Herndon on House Bill 9 for gun safety. I really believe those laws will help and work, and sure enough, we've seen two to three cases in the state to where that law will be applied because that gun was not secured properly. That's something that we have to discuss and that's part of the value of teaching a young person uh, to be safe and to be responsible with a firearm. Um, I know uh, during your statement you stated that you guys plan to call a special session, right? This was an ongoing issue with this past session that just passed in regards to the crime bills that were not passed at this year's legislative session. Do you guys plan to revisit those crime bills? Because a lot of them were tabled as well. Are you guys just going to start anew and just figure out a plan to tackle the crime of the juveniles? I know you stated pre-trial uh, detention, what have you. All of the above, and that, that's me where I stated respectfully requesting. That's the, the power of the governor, not mine. As an elected official, I have the chance and opportunity to do that. I would really love us to focus on crime bills to where uh, nothing becomes convoluted or distracted, um, to make sure that we address all the issues that we see as a community. We do need to address the juveniles with firearms. I can tell you, and I can't speak for the stats of the Albuquerque Police Department, uh, but we're seeing, as you see uh, in the station you cover also, all of the juvenile crime that we have with firearms and that firearms are prevalent within our community, but what do we do when we catch people in the commission of a crime? We have to be harsher with those sentences, specifically um, if they're using those firearms in conjunction with a homicide or another crime such as robbery. Sure. Back here. Back, no. Back to your original statement. Um, mm -hmm. It's a pretty big statement um, going against what the governor said. What does this mean for Albuquerque? What this means for Albuquerque is I think the statement is, and everybody uh, around the nation is going to want me to be very confrontational with the governor, and it's a me against her. It's not. We still work as a team. We don't agree on this at all. Uh, this is unconstitutional, and like I said, I uphold my, whole serious, my oath seriously. As far as meaning for Albuquerque specifically, I am putting everybody else, including every other politician and everybody else as a leader within a law enforcement entity to jump on board and work as a team. Uh, I said this last week. There was an article, and I wish this gentleman would, would email me. He says the mayor, the sheriff, the AGs, the chief, they all have their own separate press conferences. I read all these editorials. What are they going to do together? And that's why in the press conference when I was with the governor the other day, I said we are all here. Bernalillo County is a problem. State of New Mexico is a problem with firearms. What do we do to stop the infiltration that are being used for violence and firearms? What can it do for Albuquerque? Show that there's a collaborative effort to stop the gun violence. That's all that we can do. 
Like I said, there's not a magic wand. There's not one solution. Yeah, on. There's a mirror. All right. There we go. I don't know how much we have left of that. I, I think maybe about a minute before he walks off. When we come back, we're going to break that down. There's a lot to talk about here. And I've got a brief intro from the CNN interview that makes this governor look dumber than she already does. We'll be right back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back indeed. I started my day with two cups of Defender Coffee today. Not unusual. I generally do that in the mornings. I enjoy coffee. And it was hot out, but I still had hot coffee. It's just good stuff. Defender Coffee. Use the promo code AAR. Thank them for supporting your right to bear arms. And when you buy Defender Coffee, you can direct a portion of your profits to, for example, the Second Amendment Foundation like I do. Support the Second Amendment with every sip of coffee. It's a win-win all the way around. And it's great coffee. Welcome back inside the Sig Sauer Studios on the Crossbreed Mike Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. And it's all brought to us today and every day by X Insurance. Please visit all of our partners. Heaven's Harvest is a good one, guys. Pick up, pick up that food. You'll feel better. You can have a cup of coffee and relax the next morning. Drink Defender, support the Second Amendment Foundation, and have some emergency food on hand, and you'll feel better. And if you're wearing my pillow slippers, your feet will feel better. Your neck will feel better if you were sleeping on the my pillow 2.0. I did see a press conference with uh, Mike Lindell the other day when some guy said something about complaining about lumpy pillows, and Mike Lindell went off on the guy. <laughs> did you yeah. see that, Greg? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I can't play it on the airwaves, but I no. was just high-fiving him because I know him, and I'm thinking, oh, Mike, go to town, have at it. He just railed that guy up and down. It was wonderful, made him look like a fool. Yeah, so was, uh, support him, man. I mean, this guy supports your right to bear <laughs> arms. Buy a pillow from him. Trust me, it's not lumpy. He was. I, I guess you haven't even looked at the My Pillow 2.0, have you? You're just a blank. I mean, just went off on the guy. <laughs> I'm glad you saw that because that did. was classic. It was. It was classic. It was greatness. It was. I think it was video of a deposition he was going through earlier this year, and uh, yeah. it was. Oh. There's several great clips of that deposition out. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, I, I guess maybe it wasn't a reporter or something. Maybe it was. Maybe it's a, who knows? But boy, was that. That fun to watch. If you can find it out there, do yourself a solid and go watch it. It's podcast <laughs> internet material. It is not yeah. uh, Foxtrot Charlie Charlie material, no. okay? That's how much fun it was. Oh, boy, I wish we could play that. You know, if we played it with the beeps, yeah. it'd be even more fun. Yeah. Because all you'd hear Mike is say, you're a, you'd just hear nothing but beeps. And then, oh, oh I'll see so if I can fun. find that on YouTube. God, it was so good. All right, well, we've got two more minutes left of the sheriff's press conference and i want to take this to the end it's important greg can we play the last two minutes you got it queued yeah we're good let's go ahead and play that 
myriad of solutions, and I can't be the only one coming up with them. That's why we have to work together as a team. Hopefully I answered your question. Thank you. Sheriff, what do you tell the people who are afraid now they might be able, not be able to defend themselves having their concealed carry when, you know, you guys show up after it's already happened? Mm -hmm. so talk about that. Um, that's a quick answer. We're not enforcing it. Oh. This order. Oh. Sheriff, you mentioned you're going to be calling for a special session with the governor, and I understand this news just broke Friday afternoon. It's Monday morning. Have you heard back from the governor yet, and once your statements have been released, what you would like to see be done? Have you conversed with her at all lately, uh, this announcement? No, I have not. Uh, a lot of people ask me how I feel. I mean, um, shocked and irritated is all I had for the weekend. Um, I have to turn in my irritation and my anger into solutions. Uh, that's something I have to look at very seriously with the oath that I took on January 1st of 2023. But on that anger, what do I do for the citizens and constituents of Burnley County that I serve? Uh, that's where, the, uh, where my drive comes from. I will be speaking with her. Um, we have a relationship where we've always been collaborative. Yes, this was a completely uh, different avenue and a different road that was taken on Friday. That's something that we're going to have to figure out how to work uh, to make sure not just uh, with her, uh, but with all the other leads of law enforcement agencies on what we can do and help the constituents that we serve. And Sheriff, this ban definitely made headlines, but after 30 days, what do you think will be accomplished? If the ban is in effect? Um, like I said before, and I'll be very, very blunt with this and very straightforward, this ban does nothing to curb gun violence. We're taking away firearms for law-abiding citizens in Bernalillo County, which is extremely violent. How do they protect themselves? That's their constitutional right to bear arms and to be able to defend themselves. That's why I gave a personal story of my brother. How do I call my brother and tell him, you can't carry a firearm, but don't worry because your brother's the sheriff, he's got you. That's not true. I'm delayed in my response. What does he do when something is rapidly evolving to protect himself? I'll take two more questions. Great, thank you. All right. That's it. Can this guy be our all of our sheriff? Yeah, he's pretty good. Incredible stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think this is an important story when it comes to the right to keep and bear arms, it, you haven't been paying attention for the last 15 years. This is ginormous for so many reasons. Let me read you the governor's response to that incredible rebuke from the elected sheriff of that county that this affects. I don't need a lecture on constitutionality from Sheriff Allen. What I need is action. What we need is for leaders to stand up for the victims of violent crime. We need law enforcement, district attorneys, public officials, school leaders, and state agencies to use every single tool at their disposal to stop this violence, period. This is an administration that has treated the gun violence epidemic as the crisis that it is. We've passed common sense gun legislation, including red flag laws, domestic violence protections, a ban on straw purchases, and safe storage laws, dedicated hundreds of millions of dollars to fund specifically to fund specifically to help law enforcement hire and retain officers, increased penalties for violent offenders, and provided massive support to intervention programs. We're giving you the tools, Sheriff Allen. Now stop being squeamish about using them. I will not back down from doing what's right, and I will always put the safety of the people of New Mexico first. All right, let's start with the last line. I will always put the safety of the people of New Mexico first, except for the law-abiding people who are you are attempting to disarm in the face of 
the violent crime that is plaguing your city, ma'am. Bonehead. I don't need a lecture on constitutionality from Sheriff Allen. You might not feel that way, but you got one. Not only didn't you get a lecture, you got schooled. Now put your dunce cap back on, put your gum on your nose, and go sit in the corner. Learn from what the governor just told, or from what the sheriff just told you, governor. What we need is for leaders to stand up for the victims of violent crime. Let's stop there, and let's go back to some of the notes, Greg, that I was taking during the sheriff's discussion. All right. And I have about 10 points here. Oh, well. Yeah, right. I could have had more, but <laughs> I couldn't write fast enough. There was a lot in there. Let's go back to the statement from the governor when she is essentially admitting, without saying she's admitting it, that all of her efforts have failed. And what were the efforts that she mentioned? Gun control efforts. They've all failed. She's admitted that. She's also admitted that no criminal is going to pay attention to her to her order. Now. What did the sheriff, solutions did the sheriff have? He started with early intervention, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And he said he has answers. He specifically gave them harsher penalties. Holding people accountable. Greg, that would seem to be number one on the list, wouldn't it? Meaning criminals. Yeah, yeah. Hold them accountable for their actions. Keep them in jail. Notice he said he didn't want 16, 17-year-olds being released to their mom on an ankle bracelet after committing a violent crime. And he specifically talked about robberies and homicides. Yep. Now let's go to some of the questions that were asked by those reporters. I could go on here, but we've only got the remainder of this segment, 30 seconds. And another segment. This is easily a, another two hours of discussion. So when we come back from the break, because we're getting ready to take a break, unfortunately. Wish we could talk through this one, buddy. Oh, man. We're going to go to the, some of the reporters' questions, which I thought were fantastic. Talk about what was asked and what wasn't asked. What didn't the reporters focus on? Maybe it's because they were reporters in New Mexico and not Manhattan. Or Joyce, or California, or Chicago. I don't know. But we'll discuss it when we come back. Wow. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. And I'll also give you just a quick synopsis of what this moronic governor said on CNN. We'll be back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. I'm sitting here cracking up over here trying not to choke. Greg found a bleeped version of Mike Lindell going off. 
<laughs> Greg, let's just play a... Should we do that? I mean, it's bleep, right? It is. I don't know. Let me think about that one. That's. Let me tease you for that one for tomorrow, guys. Yeah. Because that's a, that there's a good one. It's hilarious. Oh, we're cracking up during the break. Listen, I was pounding on the table over here. Good heavens. Welcome back, welcome back inside the Sig Sauer studio. They're almost at a broken studio desk. That was great. Good heavens. All right, let me get it back together again. Okay, humor, go away. <laughs> Start laughing when I think about that. Oh, he went crazy, man. Oh, okay. Sig Sauer Studios. Table is fine. Everything is good to go here. Crossbreed Holsters. Mike is lit up for you. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. That threw me off a little bit, but nonetheless. So the governor, well, I read you the statement from the governor. Everything that she mentioned, I don't even think she realized what she mentioned were gun controls that have failed. And her solution is to attack the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens in the same press conference, she admits that no criminal will follow her order. She says her response was when asked, will a criminal stop carrying their guns for 30 days while your order is in effect? And her response was, and I quote, uh, no. But I'll tell you what it does do. It says that we're sending a message. We're doing something. You're infringing on the rights of law-abiding people in violation of the state and federal constitution, ma'am. Now, the questions that were asked in that press conference quickly before we go to a clip from the governor being schooled, believe it or not, on CNN of all places. You got to be honest, right? Hand it mm -hmm. to them when they do it. Even the way when we play that clip, once you listen to the way the question is asked of her, it's, it's even asked of her condescendingly like, lady, seriously? But the questions that were asked, what about it's one of the reporters said, being that this is less about guns and more about crime. Did you notice the word crime came up multiple times? Not just from the sheriff, but from the reporters. Greg, did you catch that? Yeah, I noticed. Crime. This isn't about gun Ladies and gentlemen, this story has the ability to knock the gun control crowd out. If it's used effectively by those in a position to do it, this can knock them right out. Put them down. Stay down. You ain't getting up for the count. It's done. Fight's over. In virtually every angle that this is viewed, even the governor's own words, will criminals abide by your order? Ah, uh, no. It's a KO. It's checkmate. If, you're, if you like to play chess, it's checkmate. There is no solution. This is about crime, and the sheriff gets it. And apparently, a number of reporters did too. Now, ask you what questions weren't asked. Did you hear one mention from the reporters about additional gun control laws? Did the sheriff get attacked about additional gun control laws? Mm -mm. Not one time. Now, I don't know why. I don't know who the reporters are. I don't know what outfits they were with. Apparently, the sheriff does. It might be because they know that if they attempted to, the sheriff was going to school them in front of the mic. Why? Because he already shut the gun control argument down and KO'd it. That's the way it's done. I don't know that any of those reporters were stupid enough or felt comfortable enough going there when the sheriff schooled them on what this is truly about. But apparently the New Mexico governor 
She don't get it. Greg, let's play that clip that you have. Now, she's being interviewed on the Communist News Network over there or CNN LOL. But I got to tell you, it's, uh, I've, I've got the whole nine-minute clip here, and it's fun to watch. Obviously, not enough time. Maybe we'll play the whole thing tomorrow. I don't know. It's fun to play. But here is her being schooled on the New Mexico and the federal constitution, the U.S. Constitution. I want you to listen to her response very carefully. Go, go ahead, Greg. They're sure. totally changed what we're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do. And they said, unless you can base it in the history and tradition, you don't have grounds to do something mm-hmm. like this. The New Mexico Constitution, I looked last night, Article 2, Section 6, says this, quote, No law shall abridge the right of citizens to keep and bear arms for security and defense. No municipality or county shall regulate in any way any incident of the right to keep and bear arms. Are you not in violation of both the U.S. Constitution and your state's constitution? I don't believe that we are. And if that narrow reading of the Constitution, which has been tested in the state, we wouldn't have universal background checks. We wouldn't have a waiting period. We wouldn't have a red flag law. We wouldn't have uh, prohibitions for straw purchases. None of those would have been deemed constitutional. And today, all of them are. They were before the Supreme Court ruled that. All right. let's, Let's stop there. Now, what the governor is talking about... Our gun control, this goes back to what we were talking about with Dave Workman, Greg, in the first hour, right? Yes. Indefensible and defensible gun control laws. Now, we would argue what's a defensible gun control law. What the governor is, or she's lying. She's, she actually is not lying. She's stupid. She doesn't understand. I don't think she's lying. I just think she's an idiot and doesn't understand what she's doing. She's in way over her head here. But those are laws that we're constantly challenging in court right now. And that's an ongoing fight. She's not talking about instituting a new gun control law. She has literally wiped out the Second Amendment and voided the New Mexico and U.S. Constitution in complete totality. She didn't suggest a bill that would institute, oh, I don't know, a... 10-day waiting period over and above a three-day, which we now know from the sheriff, won't work anyway, which is why none of the media asked about it, because they didn't want to get schooled publicly and embarrassed. And in the same, in the same breath that the governor has admitted without even knowing it, this is why I say she's stupid, that every law that she mentioned already that they have has already failed, which is why she thinks she did what she did in the first place. Wow. Really something. Really, really something to see. She clearly hasn't read the Bruin decision. She clearly doesn't know anything about Heller. The subsequent 2010 McDonald's case, applying the Second Amendment through the 14th Amendment to the states. And she certainly hasn't read, like I said now, the Bruin decision out on June 23rd of 2022. I hope she keeps talking. Her advisors would be well advised to tell her to shut her mouth. The governor of New Mexico is in way, way, way over her head. Tomorrow I'd like to play, I'm going to go ahead and review it today, Greg, and maybe we'll play in the second hour. We'll make the second hour clip hour again tomorrow because it's really fun to hear her in her own words sound like a fool that she is. And hats off to CNN for putting her in that position. Uh, It's not something that we would have seen, I don't think, oh, I don't know, even a year ago. That's how flagrant a violation this is 
that even left-wing CNN and the rest of them are forced to acknowledge. This is a beautiful story all the way around. So we're going to continue to hammer it, and I can promise you there's going to be new developments tomorrow because this governor just can't keep her yap shut. So keep talking. Thanks for the content. We do appreciate it here on Armed American Radio. Boy, oh boy. Vote, guys, girls, vote. Vote a sheriff in like John Allen when you have the opportunity. That's a guy you want running your county, I can promise you. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to get up and do it again on Garbage Day at the ranch, precisely because they don't want us to. Until then, carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever done that. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve.